uh, floor is yours. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the beginning of Season 3 of Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast. Of course, that makes this Episode 1. Correct. <laughs> Can't mess that up. Uh, we kind of discussed, had a little production meeting before we came on, which we normally never do. But we've kind of decided we're not going to even touch the 2024 season yet. We're going to save that for next week or the week after. Because uh, we've basically been offline for about, what, six weeks now? Six, eight weeks? It's been a while. And there's been a lot of things happening in the world of NASCAR uh, over the winter. So I think we're just going to kind of do a back and forth, discuss it, see what we think about it. I think there's some really cool things that's happened. There's some sad things that have happened. And there's even a couple of things I'm going, what the hell? So uh, I do want to just start it off because this man was an icon. Uh, for as long as I've been watching NASCAR and I'm 61 years old, um, Ken Squire's been on my TV. And he won't be anymore. He passed away, I believe it was Thanksgiving week or shortly thereafter. Uh, at the age of 88, they say he died peacefully uh, with his family around him. But I wanted to give start out giving him a big shout. Um, there was nobody that had a commanding presence in the booth like Ken Squire did. He was just phenomenal. Called the famous... 1979 uh daytona 500 uh you know the wreck and the fight in the infield and kyle petty comes from three quarters of a lap down everybody's watching the field and ken squires in the background and here comes the 43 and he's gonna win so i just wanted to start out with uh giving that man some props he he made nascar uh, and not just from his announcement ability. He owned a lot of tracks in the upper Northeast. Um, gave people like Dave Moody his start in the business. Uh, you know, serious XM guy. Um, gave a lot of people their start as far as getting into the industry through his short tracks and dirt tracks up north. So uh, if that man isn't an automatic in, to the NASCAR Hall of Fame this coming year, uh, I'm going to have some conversations with somebody because that shouldn't even be up for discussion. The man should go straight in right now. So just wanted to put that out there. Nan, we'll lighten it up just a little bit. What you got? Anything you want to throw you bring, out there? No, you can bring it up and I can talk to it because I, I don't have like <laughs> everything written you down. You don't have don't, a list. I don't have a list, no. Uh, all right. Again, just little news and notes. Uh, some things kind of surprising, some not. Um, Josh Williams. Um, and I believe he's the guy that parked yes. the car on. Huh? Yes. Parked the parked um, the car on the start finish line. Yep. I love the man. But he's gonna be in in colleague, which is um, in the number eleven. Yeah, full time next year. I love it. I I think he's – I don't want to give him Tony Stewart's status as far as his attitude, but I love his attitude. 
they told me to park it, so I did. That was one of the greatest things of the whole year was when he did that. And that was in the Xfinity race, but it's still awesome. Ah, BJ McLeod bails. He sells his charter to Spire, um, which is Live Fast Motorsports. And I'm not, I can't remember who's even driving or what the car number is. Again, I haven't done a whole lot of research. I've just been jotting things down as I hear them. Uh, but I don't recall if BJ McLeod was on the track last year. I don't remember seeing him or noticing him. So he was probably hemorrhaging a lot of money. Yeah, I'm sure he was. And those charters are worth more in other people's hand than yours if you're not collecting trophies. Um, Eric Almirola, I think this is really cool. He, you know, retired from Stuart Haas Racing, but he's going to JGR in the Xfinity race. And I believe he's, he's going to not be full-time, but he's going to drive quite a more than a handful of races over there. Huh? Huh? I didn't say nothing. No, I'm just no, waiting no. for you to respond. No, no, I'm trying to find the charter system for Live Fast and all that. I can't find a list. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, I was just talking about Al Marola retiring, going to JGR in the Xfinity Series. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, another one that I think is really, really cool. I never thought I'd live to see the day when Tony Stewart was going to be a daddy. Yeah, he's, but he uh, is. Yeah, oh, and he's taken over his wife's dragster full time this year. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, then we got, of course, we just talked about JGR. They are going to do four Xfinity cars. We talked about this the end of last year. Two of the teams are going to be full time, and then two of them, I guess, are going to have rotating drivers. For who now? Sorry. For JGR and, and oh, the Xfinity. Oh, the Xfinity. Yeah, we talked about that up a while. I the big cluster buck that is. I'd be so mad if I was a driver and you're. I'm, I'm Xfinity. And you're sharing it between seven thousand other drivers. Might as well not even yeah. have that car. Just so so stupid. Well, you're not going for drivers' points, just owner points. That's all you're doing. Money and spot like. I don't know. I I don't I don't understand the concept besides having that car even on the track when you're splitting it between six drivers. I just don't get it. I don't either. But there must be a reason. Joe Gibbs has never been accused of being stupid. So well, I am with this. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Another. I'm glad to see thing happen. Uh, Noah Gregson is taking over the number ten at Stewart House Racing from Eric Almirola, and I love it. Yeah, but there's no sponsorship yet, which, if anything, is Stuart Haas. But, like, there, um, there's nothing announced for uh, sponsors. Yeah, but I still love it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he, he needs that because that's a huge upgrade from what he had, even though I think we can probably talk about later, but that uh, legacy going to Toyota, I think that's a huge upgrade for them. But, like, because Toyota's going to give him all the funding, that apparently, you know, like a Joe Gibbs, but we'll see. Where the um, 
Well, aren't they going to be in uh, part share information sharing partnership with Joe Gibbs? Probably, and they just—I mean, I, I know we're we're bleeding off, but they just signed a huge sponsorship deal with Dollar Tree and Dollar General, the same company. So they they got funding for sponsorship too. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, for what's Eric Jones, John Harnimacek. And then Jimmy, and Jimmy Johnson, Johnson every so often, yeah. And more than a handful. He's going to do quite a few. I saw his uh, his schedule the other day. I, I think Dover's on the list. Dollar Tree and Family Dollar Responsors Johnson at Dover, Kansas, and Las Vegas. Advent will sponsor Texas, Charlotte, and Kansas. And it looks like that's it. Yeah, he's only like six or seven races. Looks like six right there, unless they add more, which I don't know why they wouldn't do Daytona, but. <laughs> he doesn't want to get his pretty hair all messed up. Uh, another, I, I'm happy to see, I think it's going to be fun to to watch, is uh, Shane Van Ginsburg, SVG. That boy's going to be all over the place. He's going to be in Arca. He's going to be in Sprint Cars. They're going to put him in Xfinity. They're going to put him in Cup. Like, that dude is going to be a racing fiend. Yep. Trying to keep him off the plane to Australia and back. Yeah, he's... Anywhere they they, can put him in a seat to race to get experience, regardless if it's Cup or not, they're going to. Well, the last I saw uh, was he's going to, at Daytona, he's going to race in the Arca, but, and he's got to do that to get his license to drive in the Xfinity race on Saturday. What number is uh, that? 91? Yeah. But in an Xf- Xfinity, he, he plans to drive full-time for college racing. Yeah. In the, in the Xfinity, and they're saying select cup races with track house, and that'll uh, be in that 91. Uh, uh, he will run at Coda, Talladega, Charlotte, Chicago, Watkins Glen, Las Vegas, and then Talladega in the fall. So one of those six, seven races. He signed a developmental deal that included in, that will include trucks, Xfinity, and cup races. Doesn't say anything about his Xfinity, but I yeah, he's he's gonna well, be that's, everywhere. He's gonna be full time in Xfinity, only he's yeah. racing for Colic. Yeah. But I just I just kind of thought it was interesting that uh NASCAR won't let him do the Xfinity Daytona race unless he races the Arca race. Fine. Let him race. I just yeah, I bet yeah. he wins it. Yeah, he'll be close. Uh, yeah, if he doesn't wreck. Then you got, uh, Sheldon Creed, after his little cat fight with Richard Childers, is going to JGR in the number 18 full-time. Yep. That was a lot of bad blood. Yeah, he said, he said it was the equipment holding him back, which I don't know if I fully believe that, because many people have used Richard Childers' equipment in one, so I don't fully believe that statement. But also, well, he said 
that he was being not allowed into team meetings. Oh, uh, and... I'm sure there's a lot. Well, it, the rumors are probably coming out. He's not signing a new contract because he's going to Joe Gibbs. That probably happened mid-year, so they probably shut him out months prior to this. So, and he was just well, Gibbs it. did it to Kyle Bush. I mean, when he yeah, when he announced he was leaving and going to Childress. So, why would you give him any more and whatever? Yeah. yeah. And then Ty Dillon, he's going to trucks with uh, Rackley Ware. I don't think he'll do any better there than he did anywhere else. Yeah, um, he's replacing a b- 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 Matt DiBenedetto. And DiBenedetto just tweeted, I think last week or not too long ago, he, he tweeted out saying he signed a contract and he has yet to announce where he's going. I wouldn't assume maybe Xfinity, maybe trucks, but he said he's apparently he's racing again but hasn't announced it yet. Yeah. It's too bad. He wasn't horrible. He was way better than fucking Burton in the 21, so. Yeah. I agree. Uh, And then I can't let it go without, you know, recognizing uh, Kel Yarbrough. He, he died on New Year's Eve. Uh. And, you know, Kelly Abro, I, I can remember when I first began watching racing. I can't speak too much because he was in the dawn of his career at that time. I, I can remember a few races where he I, I got to see him, but got to mention that. Uh, here's one I'm really going to like. Robbie Gordon is coming back for a part-time schedule. He wants to run the Daytona five or the Indianapolis five hundred in the wing car, and he wants to do road courses and stuff in Cup. Yeah, he says he's he's just as good as any any driver on the course. Yeah. Hey, he wasn't shabby on on the road courses back in the day. I didn't think he. I. I that's what he's a ringer on. Road course. Yeah, well, he was one of the ringer drivers for Childers. Put him in that thirty-one car. Yeah. Um, full time for I don't know two, three years, whatever it was. But he was another one of those drive or drivers that seemed like he was hitting everything but pit road. He, he was all the time. If there was smoke on the track and metal crunched up, he was usually involved. So. Hmm. Uh, another little quick hit, uh, Claire B. Lang, longtime personality at the track, uh, on Sirius XM after races. I never have figured out what was so special about Claire B. Lang, but she was like the godmother of the pits. Any driver would talk to her at any time for as long as she, she was one of the few reporters that when she walked in, everybody would talk to her, and I never understood it. Um, she was very knowledgeable, but I just, you know, I'm not trying to say, like, we're changing the sport by doing our little podcast here, but I, I, I can tell you one thing. Her voice absolutely irritated me to death. <laughs> I mean, it was, especially when she was tired, you know, a late night after a, a rain delay race, and uh, uh, you had to hear her talk about, I'm in the pit 
or the the press box. It's at whatever time. It's late. All the lights are off. I'm here by myself, but I'm doing this for you, you know. And it just it was almost a pity party, um, sometimes. But she was well respected by both the the drivers, the owners, and the organization. Uh, I never quite got that, but boy, she was it. She was kind of like the the Dale Earnhardt, you know, how he was a, the mayor of the driver. She was kind of like the mayor of the press corps. And like I said, I, I never got it. But anyway, she's not returning. She's she's retiring. Um, And not that I listen to Sirius XM for racing and, and that kind of stuff. I usually listen during the day. But. I'm not going to miss her. I'll just, I'll be nice and say that because I really never listened to her. Have you paid any attention to the Sonona repave? Yeah, I've heard some things about it, but I haven't like looked into it, but I know they're doing it. Yes. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. It'd be interesting to see how they get on it and see how they like it. Yeah. See how the tires react and, um, I, I think the first race, well, the only race, but when they get there, it'll be very interesting. It'll be a race to watch. You know, will the tires have more grips? Will they will they wear out faster? Yeah. Uh, it, it's um, another little thing still out in California. I'm excited to see is that they are actually they actually have completed demolition of the old auto club speedway yeah. and they are now starting to put together the little short track and it's going to be a little bristol yeah it's it's a I hybrid what, it's a hybrid martinsville bristol from what we've seen from yeah i don't know what idea. the banking's going to be on it yeah. but it's going to be a little short track a little half mile it'll um, be it'll be a hot destination if it's anything like bristol yeah they need to, for one doing... nascar needs to fix their short track Racing, which they put out a thing last week about the new short track package, which drivers said it doesn't doesn't fix it, but we'll see. With all the testing they did, it didn't, didn't do anything, they said. Yeah. Only thing that's <laughs> going to fix the cars, they said, is adding more horsepower to the cars, not stupid louvers underneath the car. And NASCAR is just... adamant to say in not giving them that horsepower for whatever reason. What are you going to do with horsepower at the – at the short tracks other than burnouts. I mean, it's not, you can't, it's not like a drag race. You know, it's car control and. Yeah, exactly. More I want bigger. I want more brakes. <laughs> it's going to, it's, I don't know. We'll see what happens this year, but I've, I, from what I've heard, the new short track package or new, whatever they did for, isn't, isn't helping, but we'll see. <laughs> Um, another little sad note, Tim Steele, I had to relook him up. Uh, he was an ARCA driver, big time ARCA driver, won three or four times the championship. He passed away unexpectedly. Um, I don't even know what about, but I wanted to give a shout out to him. And the last bit of bad news that I want to talk about, um, today, as we record this January 15th, uh, we lost Ryan Pemberton today unexpectedly. Um, I saw a guy had done a with another podcast had done an interview with him, 
yesterday and was in the process of getting it uploaded when he got the word, so he never uploaded it. That's going to be a hot commodity. His his last interview, and it's not been published yet, but um, Ryan Pemberton's been around a while. I believe he was crew chief at Penske for uh, Rusty Wallace. In the last 10 years, he's been like operations manager or uh, something with uh, junior motorsports uh, for the last 10 years. So uh, junior, been... he worked at junior, junior motorsports as a competition director for the next car Xfinity series program in the decade. Pemerson spent with the company. It won the driver's championship three times. If there's, I because when I found it, it was first. I mean, just hot off the presses, so they didn't have much. But it, and what I'm saying is just from my recollection. I know he crew chiefed. Uh, among other drivers, Pemberton worked throughout his career were Derek Cope, Ernie, Ernie Irvin, Jerry Nadu, Dave Blaney, Joe Nemechek, and Mark Martin. Uh, it was Pemberton and Mark Martin who were on the losing Maybe end. that's why I was thinking it was Rusty, because that would end. be right in the air era. Yeah. Mark Martin. Uh, Didn't win a champion with former him. Former vice president of competition of NASCAR. For NASCAR, um, Brian Pemberton got his start in 1988 with Jack Roush. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Um, like I said, I, I can remember him bouncing around quite a bit, and then he just kind of like went away, but I knew that he was over at uh, Junior Motorsports. So anyway, I'm waiting to see what happened. I'm assuming some kind of cardiac event, but um, he'll be missed. And then another thing I just found out today, and only because, you know, Chocolate Myers, uh, Danny Myers, the, he was uh, the famous tire changer for Dale Earnhardt for all those years. He's a, He was the guy when Earnhardt won the 98 Daytona 500 that was standing in the on pit road all by himself. Big old burly dude crying like a baby. Uh-huh. Beard. That That's who that is. Um, he's... And a myriad of other co-hosts have been doing Trading Paint Midday on Sirius XM. And again, I don't really listen to them all that much. So I wouldn't have noticed this because it's after my time in the car for the day. But they've been off the air since uh, December 22nd. The whole show has been gone. And I guess his wife, she well, not I guess, I know it's his wife posted on Facebook today. She's pretty irritated about it. Uh, late last year, he did have some cancer that he fought and won. And then just all of a sudden, they got done with their last show. I believe it was December 22nd. And they were told that they were on hiatus and they didn't know if and when they would come back. And they haven't given him a reason. Hmm. And she theorizes it's his medical issues plus his age. I mean, the, the man is... Probably, if he's not 70, he's darn close. So, But he, he is fun to listen to, the stories he tells. Um, 
some of the stuff they used to do is like days of thunder stuff <laughs> that they used to do all the time. Um, all right, I got one more thing, and it's kind of my most favorite thing that I've heard in the off season by far. Mr. Ray Evernham, and I can't remember Oof. who his partner is, have bought the IROC series and are resurrecting it this year. And didn't we talk Which about I, this last year? We wanted IROC no. back? We, we talked about it. No. Yes. It was just announced. No, we talked about IROC. Oh, yeah. Okay, not that Ray. No, 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 bought. no, no. Yeah, we talked about we need IROC back. And look. <laughs> it happened. Uh. I, I'm glad they're doing it because it's there. It needs to be similar. Like isn't like that it was. what we got right now on the on Sunday afternoons? Is I rock? They're all the same damn car, essentially. But I'm hoping that they bring back the classic cars to do it. The old, uh, no, I think they were it'll, it'll be it'll be updated something. I just hope they don't have to go by the NASCAR rule. It'll be their own. It. No, it'll be their own thing. Here's here's a little funny tidbit I didn't know. SRX started with Ray Everham and Tony Stewart and, and Co. Ray Everham got kicked to the curb for whatever reason. He partnered up with somebody else, bought IROC, is launching IROC, and SRX cancels the 2024 season. Yeah, I saw that too. I never did see much of I, uh, the SRX, but apparently it was I just, good I can't racing. Wait. But and the the cool thing, if they do it the same way as they did it back in the 90s. And early 2000s, for that matter, is they bring like 12 cars. Yep. They're identically prepared, and they're, they're nothing on them. And then the guys sit there, and they literally, other than numbers. Yep. And they literally draw numbers out, and that's the car they get for that weekend. They decal on their name. They go qualify and go race. Yeah, we'll see what how Ray Evernham takes it because it's it's his now. He bought the rights to it, so he could change it however he likes. I hope he does it almost the same way because he's, you know, however many races you do, you could actually drive a different car every time. It's just a matter of uh, what number you. But I just, I, I, you know, I hadn't put that SRX thing with Tony and kicking Ray to the curb together, so that is kind of ironic. I don't know what happened between them, but yeah. Tony's on the, hey, can I play too? <laughs> yeah. He's uh, too busy yeah, driving his well, car. Yeah, Tony's got too much on his plate, so him dropping that probably lightens the load, and plus going full-time in the alcohol drag search and then having a kid, and he needed to get rid of it. And plus on top of being an owner of a cup team, literally it's the rebuilding with they got Noah in, and they got Barry, so two new drivers, and they then they got uh, Priest, who's a second year, and then they got Chase Briscoe, which Matt Boy needs to settle down. He thinks he's the hot honcho of that team. Oh yeah. Oh God. Like boy, you you need to actually win some races before you can think you're a hot honcho. What does he got? What, one one or one, two wins? One. I one. think he won one two years ago. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, he's decent, but like, no, I'm sorry, no, Gregson, get him with equipment. He's gonna school your ass. Well, there's some things that I'm I've got spinning around in my head that you know predictions and yeah, we'll do that. Uh, one of them's gonna be who's who will be the first one on Stewart Haas to win a race. That that's got to be a, a question. Yeah, 
We could do every um, team, to be honest. <laughs> well, Stuart Haas will be the most interesting, I think. But uh, like I said, I don't want to get into next year on this episode. We're just kind of getting, knocking the rust off and getting things going again. In uh, fact, we couldn't we couldn't even get things going live this week, so we're just recording no. it. Uh, another thing, did you know, uh, Kyle Bush is stopping his uh, rowdy energy drink? Yeah, yeah. Sponsorship, like, you know, do you know why? Too much damn money. He he law. I don't. I I just don't. He's getting sued. Is he? Yeah. Uh, something about the nutrition. It's not being healthy or whatever. Well, that and it's. It's not accurate or something. Oh, it's probably somebody, not accurate. Yes, I think somebody took a sample and did a lab test on it. All it is is any... all it is is flavored tea, for what I understand. It's not a really energy. It's flavored tea. Well, it's nothing now. It's closed down. Yeah. Yeah. So there goes the sponsor. But I don't think Kyle Bush has got much to worry about in that department. He got he's, a new sponsorship good. too. He got a new alcohol sponsorship. I forgot who it was, but they announced that. Last week, Sunny D yeah. to Sunny D, Josh Berry got Sunny D, mm-hmm. and somebody else. It's gonna be interesting as these sponsorships change throughout the year. Oh, another thing we need to talk about we haven't brought up is Chevy's not changing their car, Toyota is, and Ford is the front end. Ford better. Yeah, the Ford. Yeah, they got a problem. Well, it doesn't matter. They won the last two championships, so. Yeah. Toyota, if anything, yeah. But Ford, yeah, they changed up their whole front end. Chevy ch- didn't because they're going to have to change a whole new car because Camaro is being decommissioned after this year. Yeah. So, so it's going to be interesting what Chevy does after the year. If they go to the just Corvette. Go Corvette. Yeah, just go with Corvette and be done with it. I'm trying to th- trying to think of other stuff that... Yeah, Ford. Well, you know the story with Ford last year is at the beginning of the year... Probably like uh, NASCAR babies. gave, yeah, yeah uh, well, no, they NASCAR gave them the choice of two yeah. front nose clips. Uh, and according to Keselowski, one had more downforce than the other was the difference. And they chose the wrong one as a, as a group, as a company. But NASCAR also told them, we hit Daytona, that's it. You can't change the rest of the year. You're, you're stuck with what you got. And boy, were they stuck. But that was the issue. They said, uh, Keselowski thinks that if they'd have gone with the other one, they'd have been a lot more competitive throughout the year. Um, we'll I mean, never know. They won the championship, so that's the end, end result. Yeah, that shouldn't have happened either. I mean, I don't mind Blaney. I really don't. But he'd have finished like nineteenth in the regular season. I think yeah. it was. I think it was twelfth if it was like the normal. Yeah, it was like twelfth. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But Denny wouldn't have won it either if it was a regular old classic. Yeah, and he's I, not going to win this year. Have you, have you seen all the memes comparing Dallas Cowboys Ooh. and Denny <laughs> oh, Hamlin? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Christy, who helps me with the Facebook page, she's. I thought I had some disdain for Denny Hamlin. This girl literally <laughs> hates the boy. <laughs> I mean, she is. She, uh, after the season, she was the first one up with uh, 
old man, bearded, Denny's, you know, 2035. Next year we'll get one. <laughs> but so, all right. I uh, got anything else? I do. You know, the last two years I won. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I won. Do it. I won that, and I'm obviously defending for three years. I got your participation trophy. Oh God! This is I saw this right. at the store. Nice little. <laughs> I will take it. I will take it. I saw it at I saw it at the store, and I'm like, you know what? I'll you know what? I need to get that for my dad. <laughs> I tell you, it didn't cost you, but what two bucks? Yeah, it was at the uh uh. I went uh. Not Salvation Army, but Goodwill. And it was there. I'm like, this is a big-ass coffee cup. And I'm like, you know, it'd be great for him. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just got to get it to you somehow. I'll have to ship it. But I wanted to show you that. I'm like, it's Gordon. It's his, you know. It's... I thought it was really cool. Yeah, well, <laughs> this year I'll have to come up with a bullshit a participation <laughs> trophy for you. Because I'm going to win it this year. Uh-huh. I'm going to quit playing strategies and just go with the heart. <laughs> I even made up a game last year and couldn't win that. Nope. So, yeah, we need, we, need, we need to promote that, too, whenever they get that, the fantasy live. Yep, the I fantasy. I wonder if they're going to change the rules. The last two years were the same. The year before that was different, so I wonder if they're going to change up the rule in the fantasy. It would be interesting. I'd love to see uh, – I played a fantasy league years ago. It was called Ned Jarrett's Fantasy Cup. And I know there's a few out there that actually structure it this way, but you start out with a $10,000 budget, and every driver costs X amount of money based on – Performance, you know, how history. they've been doing, yeah. Yeah, and, and the values change throughout the year. So – you know, theoretically, at Chicago, you could have put SVG in, probably could have paid $500 or $500 <laughs> for him at the yeah. end of the race, traded him out, and made another four or $5,000. Yeah, and that's, yeah. how, that's how you got your bank account up. And But once you had a driver, it was locked in. It was not, you can only have him for X amount of races. Yeah, yeah. But whenever you traded... Any driver, and you could trade trade all five drivers if you wanted to. But the value that they hold at the time you trade is what goes into your bank account. So you tried to to go with some dark horses, uh, and and this was back in the day when we had a lot of ringers going to the road courses, which is only twice a year. But if you played your cards right, you could make two three thousand dollars in their money. Um, at a road course and get that ten thousand dollar cap up, you know, two or three thousand more per race. Um, you know, or you could take a low value driver, you know, such as a Chase Briscoe or uh, a Ty Dillon, just throw him out there and go out and win a race, and his value increases. Well, your cap goes up. So I'd love to see something like that because that gives you more money to play with. But it could also take you down a few notches and you have less money to play with. Yeah. So you don't necessarily go after your Chase Elliott's and, you know, Tony Stewart, you know, in the day. 
that kind of stuff where all your high value drivers, you kind of try and take some mid to upper mid and hopefully they do well and build your bank account up. And then as the season goes on, you can get more expensive drivers and, you know, trade them for lesser value drivers, but not lose any of your money in your, it it was kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, I, like I said, we'll, we'll start next, um, probably next week. Cause we're only three weeks away from the Coliseum. That, but oh yeah, I know, and that's a non-points paying, so we don't have to worry about anything but covering it. But yeah, we're. I think it's right after the that Monday after they do that is when the fantasy league they they get that up and running. Yeah, possibly. It's not. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, yeah, it's not before because we waited last year, and I remember the year before. Is like, come on, man, when you. But anyway, um, we'll start promoting that real good. Uh, of course, the Facebook page. I'm no longer a member of the the big one that I ran last year. Some towelhead bought the rights to it and kicked me out because I told him I didn't like what he was doing. He said, okay, watch this. Click. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he won. But I also noticed I can't even find it anymore. Well, if, if, he, if he blocked you, you won't be able to find it. Ah, that might be. But uh, I don't know if he blocked me or not, but he did kick me out. <laughs> so, anywho, I don't have much more. Like I said, I just wanted to hit the high notes of things, comings and goings, and I'm sure we missed a few things of interest to other people. Uh but I think that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Um, There's there is... not that I'm a go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say I don't think that because I know the new rule book is out for 2024, and I don't I haven't heard any big to dos about any major changes. Um, I saw and I don't you know with Iowa coming online this week they did put out the stage breaks what they were going to be for that. Yeah, I saw. Which I was like, okay, so what? Um, but I don't know of any major. I mean, they did some testing in. They did do some modifications on the underbelly. To me, it's like, guys, I've been telling you for two years. So, again, doesn't mean much to me. I don't think it'll make a difference. But. Uh... <laughs> you were going to. Yeah, the NASCAR Netflix series comes out the 30th. Oh, yeah, good call. I forgot about, yeah, I saw the trailer for it. And I'm more, I'm, I, I like a backstory and like, I like, I like seeing, not what you see on TV. I want to see, you know, the heartbreak and I want to see them pissed off for their trailer. That's the stuff I want to see. Like, I want to see. Could you imagine back in the day of we went to that uh, Bristol race of Tony Stewart pissed off at Matt Kenseth threw his helmet at him? Could you imagine the backstage cameras on that? I would have loved to see that. Or even when um, Matt Kenseth was it Matt Kenseth went after Joey Logano like in, in his face and the Gordon and Clint Boyer thing. Like I want to see the backstage stuff where you know they're heated and they're just venting out their. Fr- I want to see that and I'm hoping that shows it. Yeah. Well, they followed several drivers yeah. from yeah. the start of the chase to the championship. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out who. Obviously, Bubba, but 
Um, well, that that only would have lasted a week or three weeks. So. The full cast of drivers include Ryan Blaney, William Byron, Roth Chastain, Denny Hamlin, Bubba Wallace, Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, Joey Logano, and Tyler Reddick. Okay. Sounds like the cut of eight. Produced by Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see for sure how far. Yeah. Oh, I, will, I will watch it. That's a fact. When it, or, it comes out this week or next? The 30th. 30th. <coughs> so right before the, the clash. Yeah, it's just to get hyped for it, which is fine. It's 45-minute episodes, but I don't know how many. Like six or eight. Oh, you're going to have to binge watch. Or is it going to go on one a week or something like no, that? No, you can, you can binge watch it. At least that's what Netflix usually does. Okay. I'm trying to figure out how many... How many episodes. Five. Five 45-minute episodes. Okay. It'll be good. It'll be good. I hope at least because the documentaries they done for they done F one. They've done golf. They did some other stuff, and they've all been good. Like I don't even watch golf, but I watched the golf one. Okay, so, it'll be good. All right. Other than that, I'm 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 good to go. I'm done. I say we're just getting getting our, our our whistle wet and getting ready and we'll we'll be back next week and we'll do a little more and a little more and we'll get this season going. Everybody stay tuned. All right, see you later. Yep. <laughs>